Good morning, it's Wednesday the 18th of August, it's Honey Bee Day, and happy birthday Robert Redford, Christian Slater, Edward Norton, and Andy Sandberg. There were 1,496 new cases of COVID-19 and 248 in hospital yesterday, which is down 14 on Monday's number. There was good news on the vaccine programme as the total number of jabs administered hit 6.4 million. The National Immunisation Advisory Committee has approved a plan to mix vaccines, as Minister for Health Stephen Donnelly explains. For those people who've had uh, one dose of AstraZeneca, but for various reasons uh, were advised not to or were not comfortable uh, going for a second dose, their preference was an mRNA vaccine. Uh, I received advice just yesterday from the chief medical officer saying that we can now mix the vaccines. Uh, I've agreed with that and my department will now be working with the HSE uh, to implement that uh, as quickly as possible. Meanwhile, as cases remain at a high level, Dr. Dennis McCauley of the Irish Medical Organisation says people need to remember that the Delta variant is highly infectious. Cases that we are seeing are that we're seeing people who have been mixing uh, indoors without a mask uh, with people who are, who are not vaccinated and therefore have a much higher chance of carrying the disease. Unfortunately, we're also seeing this this Delta variant seek out people who haven't been vaccinated. And unfortunately, we are seeing a number of people of all ages who haven't been vaccinated becoming quite sick and having to go into hospital. After a blisteringly fast takeover of Afghanistan, Tuesday saw the Taliban presenting a carefully cultured image of normalcy. They started with their first press conference where they took questions from Afghan and international journalists. And spokesman Zabihullah Muljahid started by promising that no one will go after Afghans who worked with foreign military forces. Whoever has worked in the military, in translation, we have given amnesty to everybody. There is no revenge. Mujahid also spoke about rights for women, saying they can be secure and will play an active role in Afghan society as long as they live by Sharia law. They can work, they can get education, they are needed in our society and they will be actively involved. If they uh, continue to live according to Sharia, we will be happy, they will be happy. However, Husna Jalil, former Afghan Deputy Minister of Women Affairs, says the Taliban's history of obliterating women's rights has not been forgotten and the women of Afghanistan fear what will happen when international forces leave. They are scared of going back or being imprisoned in their houses like they used to. But at the same time, they are given reassuring messages of having access to education and having access to health centers. They don't have to be accompanied by men. The Irish government has pledged a 1 million euro fund to assist the people of Afghanistan and it's expected Ireland will take in at least 300 refugees. One Irish woman who's in Afghanistan and plans to stay there is Mary Ellen McGrorty. She is director of the UN World Food Programme and she says there's a real crisis looming on the ground. There's a lot of uncertainty how the situation is going to evolve. One in three Afghans, that's 14 million people, are hungry and over 2 million children malnourished. It's a combined effect of a drought, a severe drought, the impact of the COVID-19 pandemic and now the raging conflict. So, I mean, we're on the precipice of a real humanitarian emergency. 
Around the world, the battle with the Delta variant continues with both Florida and Texas racking up high numbers of new infections, with 5,000 plus students in a single Florida county now isolating or quarantining because of a COVID outbreak. And in New Zealand, a national lockdown was announced for seven days after a man tested positive for the Delta variant, the first case in the community for six months. It's swiftly been followed by four more cases. Prime Minister Jacinta Ardern addressed the nation as the lockdown kicked in. I want to assure New Zealand that we have planned for this eventuality. While we know that Delta is a more dangerous enemy, the same actions that overcame the virus last year can be applied to beat it again. So to come on the Smart 7 Island edition, Queen's Brian May remembers that Flame Castle gig and Killing Eve season 4 is on the way. Right after this. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. You're listening to the Smart 7 Island edition. If you're enjoying it, you might also like the original Smart 7. Just search and follow us on your favourite podcast platform. Jose Mourinho may have disappeared from the Premier League, but he hasn't forgotten some of his favourite players. He's just signed Tammy Abrahams, who's been with Chelsea since he was seven, to AS Roma for €40 million. Euro. Hi Roma fans, so happy to be here. Can't wait to see you at the stadium. Mourinho's Roma start the season this weekend and Tammy's excited to be given the number nine shirt. The same thing I had to do with, you know, at Chelsea, you know, I had the bad luck of number nine at Chelsea and, you know, I proved a lot of people wrong. So massive to be number nine at this club um, and I just can't wait to get started. Killing Eve is due to return in 2022 and filming is underway for season four. And Jodie Comer, who plays the charming assassin Villanelle, says she'll really miss the character when it's all over. I'm going to miss getting away with all that trouble and also just being on set and being in really absurd situations and going, this is so weird, but it's so fun. And co-star Sandra O oh says she's happy that she's been able to use her work and the spotlight it brings to highlight social inequality, like discrimination against Asian Americans and to have her voice heard in the wake of recent racist attacks. I feel like what I can do in my work far outweighs anything that I could possibly say in a rally or a tweet because that's not the medium that I am at my best. Rock legend Brian May was on the 6 o'clock show on Tuesday night chatting to Mwerin and Ray and they just had to ask him about his memories of the famous Queen gig at Slane Castle. But things took a surprising turn. I will never, ever forget it to my dying day. It was nuts. It was an incredible night. Just the energy was insane. And it also gave me one of my best friendships in my life, strangely enough. You want to know who that is? Yes. I'm thinking Lord Henry Mount Charles or someone, Bono or someone like that. He was there too, you know, and he is a friend, yeah. But uh, a young boy called Noel Fitzpatrick was there. I I was trying to get him to treat one of our animals because we have a. This is the vet. Sorry, Brian, this is the super vet. This is the super vet. This is the super vet. Yeah, he was there as a young boy. This has been the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We're back tomorrow morning at 7am. Have yourself a great day. Written, produced and published by Daft Dogs.
Hi, this is Kira from the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Just to let you know, we're pausing this podcast from Friday the 25th of August, but you can still get up to speed in just seven minutes if you search the Smart 7 and catch up with our UK edition. Thanks for listening.